Hello, I'm Sierra. And I'm Mina. And you're listening to The, the Third, Third Eye Seers. So today we're going to be finishing up our topic of chakras and going over the four chakras that we haven't yet. We went over we already, the first three. Right. We already went over the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. So today we'll be going over the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown. Whew. So um, what Sierra and I have done is she went ahead and did research for the heart chakra and the third eye. And I did research for the throat and the crown. And we are just going to share the information that we got. So I'm going to hand it over to Sierra. All right. Oof. Okay, so to start off, the heart chakra is also called the anahata, which in Sanskrit means unhurt, unstruck, and unbeaten. Our heart chakra serves as our center of love for ourselves and others, compassion, empathy, and forgiveness. Also associated with the heart chakra is, of course, love and joy. We already know that. But it's also a source of deep and profound truths that cannot be expressed in words. Which I definitely feel that at times where, you know, you just kind of have like a love for someone or yourself or something and you're just like, words can't explain what kind of bliss this gives me. Mm-hmm. So the element that is associated with the heart is air. Air disperses and integrates spiritual understanding of love, compassion, and connection to everything you encounter. Air, like love, is within and all around us. We can embody this element by keeping our heart center open and our love free-flowing. So any kind of, I know we all work on, you know, (laughs) need some work on having prejudgments about Mm -hmm others and ourselves Mm -hmm. and if something isn't going you know someone lives their life the way you wouldn't expect them to or kind of want them to Mm -hmm. you're blocking your chakra yeah so of just like just because someone you might think is weird or does something that you know you didn't expect them to right or like there's because there's just so many especially like people our age and our generation and older kind of grew up with roles that we had to fit yes you know so if people don't fit into the role that we think that they should we want to judge them for it yeah and it's just about shedding those beliefs and being open to love in general like platonic or romantic love whatever it may be and um i was actually at brunch today and I was telling my family of how Britney Spears got married, and Mm -hmm. she looked so happy, and I was just, like, so happy for her, and I had to, like, kind of stop my mom, because she was like, well, like, those dances that she do are so weird, and, like, ugh, and just kind of, like, hating, and I was like, you know, look at her past, and even if you don't know someone's past, like, having more compassion for others, just because, yeah, like, even if you don't understand, like, you don't have to understand to have compassion. Yeah, I agree completely. Because someone could try to explain themselves, and that doesn't mean that you're going to understand it, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. But there's still room for respect, and there's still room for compassion and for love. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think it also, there's like a quote, I'm not going to be able to get it exactly correct, but it's a quote just basically saying like, the best way to receive love is to give love. You know what I mean? And you just have to be open to that energy and put that energy out into the world so that you can get it back as well. All right. Going on, the color associated with the heart chakra is green, which represents transformation and love energy. When the heart chakra is in healthy alignment, you will feel surrounded by love, compassion, and joy, and connected to the world around you. You will feel open to all experiences in life, the good and the bad. And it will feel like challenges, especially in relationships, but it will flow through you and be resolved if you keep your heart chakra open and you just keep your mind open Mm -hmm. because everything is interconnected you guys everything yes (laughs) an open heart chakra allows us to see all of the beauty and love around us and truly connect us with ourselves our loved ones and the natural world so now that we heard of all the great things that the heart chakra does for us Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you some signs if your heart chakra is unbalanced. Okay. And I definitely know mine is unbalanced at times, and it's just like, now that I've done research, you know, when I do get unbalanced, be like, oh, you know what? No, no, no. I mm-hmm. need to recourse and redirect because that's the only way I'm going to live a happier life. Right. So if I put in the work. Mm-hmm. So the heart chakra directly affects the heart, lungs, chest, arms, and hands. When misaligned, it can cause poor circulation, higher or low blood pressure, and other heart and lung conditions. Other physical issues that can cause in the body are infections of the lungs, bronchitis, and circulatory problems. Some mental issues that can cause from a misaligned heart chakra include codependency, manipulative behaviors, Feeling of unworthiness and inability to trust yourselves or others. Other signs include tend to isolate yourself excessively. You feel lonely. You hold grudges against people you love. You frequently feel jealous. You're overly defensive. You have a fear of intimacy. You put yourself in the role of the rescuer or victim. And you find it difficult to trust others. Like, oof, check, 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 check. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really the physical stuff. It was the mental stuff that I was like, mm-hmm. oof. But also, like, being conscious of those mental things. Because if you don't fix those mental issues, mm-hmm. they're going to come into physical issues as yeah. well. Yeah, and, and I know, like, for me personally, like, when... I learned about chakras a really long time ago, at least the basics of it all. But I never really knew how to connect those to everything. I also feel like I just wasn't self-aware enough to realize all of the things that I was experiencing, and I really had to improve my self-consciousness so that I could really see everything that's going on within me, and then be able to identify it, you know? Because, like, I I always knew, and I I could point out some things here and there where, like, okay, clearly I'm imbalanced, but, like, especially having to continue to work on my self-consciousness and like just being conscious of myself you know what I mean not like my you know you know what I mean and then now doing this this two-parter of chakras and really learning that much more about it I'm like 
I have some work to do. <laughs> I have. We all have so much work to do. And that's just life. That's how this life is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when you turn 50, you think you got everything and there's going to be challenges and things and you're still going to be constantly working on yourself mm-hmm. and constantly learning and just having more compassion, f- not for others alone but for yourself as well because when you can learn to unconditionally love yourself and have compassion for even the mistakes that you've made Mm -hmm. and that's even hard for me because I'll think of like things I did as a child and I'm like oh I don't want to tell you how it is or like how I was and I'm like like people are gonna go ahead and Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to judge me for the person that I was and not yeah. the person that I am. Right, yeah. When it's, like, in reality, if that's something that they do, then I don't really want them in my life No, anyways. yeah. And it's, <laughs> for me, it's not even that they're going to judge me. It's that I'm judging myself, exactly. my past self. Oof. And that's, oh, yeah, it's definitely something I'm trying to work on, for sure. I feel that completely. Um, but ways to heal your heart chakra and get it balanced is practice gratitude so you can take a journal and write three things (laughs) you can take a journal and write three things that you're grateful for or if you don't have time to do that just think in your head you know of three little things that you're grateful for i name like so many things i'm grateful for all the time Mm -hmm. because i just live such a blessed and easy life Mm -hmm. and things could be so much harder and I'm so grateful that yeah I feel completely I'll like freak out over small shit and then like I just have to like well a I have to hold space for me to freak out a little bit first and then once I calm down a little bit I have to like find that balance again you know not not immediately as soon as I start feeling that just being like well why do you feel that you shouldn't feel this way like no I feel things and there's nothing I can do about that I have to allow space for those feelings but then I do have to find balance again and not let it ruin my entire day or like even the next hour you know what I mean yes um and just yeah recenter myself with the a gratitude list yes Mm -hmm. so some other things you can do is practice a loving and kindness meditation you can use rose quartz and other heart-opening crystals, such as rhodochrosite for fear and trauma, aventurine for luck and abundance, jade for abundance and balance, praenite for peace and protection, amazonite for, I don't know if I'm saying that one right, but, um, <laughs> it's because we have Amazon, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, like, that sounds Amazon right. Amazon night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not said like that, though, but it's okay. Um, but <laughs> we're not crystal experts. <laughs> Even though I do have a nice collection. But that is used for harmony and adventure. And malachite for love and protection. You can also drink heart-opening beverages like rose tea and cacao. And practice heart-opening affirmations. For example, I direct love and light towards myself. I live in harmony with all other beings. And I release and let go of all resentment. That last one is for myself. I'm like, <laughs> highlight, highlight, underline, underline, underline. <laughs> oh, good. But, yeah, so that's all about the heart chakra. Yeah, that was a lot. I love it. I love it, though. That was really, like, you have more than me, and it makes me, I'm an overachiever, so I'm like, 
a little upset about it. Nina kind of called me out. She was like, hey, the last couple of months you've been kind of like slacking. And I was just like, okay, you're right. I've been called out. I need to get my game back on. Time to get shit done. Get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, moving into the throat chakra, which is also um, in Sanskrit known as the... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry if I get this wrong. Vishuddha chakra. And it's located at the base of the throat at the center of the larynx. Larynx. Which, um, if I remember correctly, because in my chorus class in high school that I literally took like seven semesters in a row, uh, we had to take an anatomy of everything that you use when you sing. And your larynx is your voice box, but what it is is just like the tube in your throat that the air goes down to get to your lungs, essentially. Okay. There's like your larynx and then your esophagus, which is where the food goes. And um, anyways, so your larynx has your vocal cords in it. And by the way, I ace that test like every semester, so clearly I know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> um so your throat chakra is located in your voice box for a reason. The energy that governs governs <laughs> Govern Dad. <laughs> I don't even know where I was gonna go with that. <laughs> I was gonna try to do a British accent, but that's what like... I sound I sounded like I was doing a British accent. The energy that governs our throat chakra is effective communication and it represents inspiration and expression. Um, it also affects your body language, not just your verbal language. Mm-hmm. So, because it's, it's about all communication. So, Vishuddha is Sanskrit for purifying the body from har- harmful substances. So, basically, this chakra acts as a detoxifier for your body, but it only works if you work it. The more you hold in what you ne- want to say or need to say, the more toxins you're holding in your body. Expressing yourself fully and truly helps strengthen the balance your, of your throat chakra. Just as important as trying to ensure you aren't eating bullshit or inhaling pollutants either. Smoking in general isn't good for your throat chakra as long as, like, depending on what it is that you're smoking. You know what I mean? Because there's different... No, because, like, I mean, sure, weed, right? I know that's right. where your brain automatically like. jumped. <laughs> but there are... There are are like herbal things that you can smoke like there are herbal blends you don't like you don't have to just smoke cigarettes weed or vapes like there are all types of things that you can smoke and it's just about making sure you're not inhaling a bunch of toxins and also in general smoke isn't good for you to inhale like it does damage your body so it's good to do everything in moderation at the end of the day I feel like we say that in literally every episode is you're supposed to do things in moderation um, what is moderation? What is moderation? Oh, I don't know. Um, so, signs of a blocked or imbalanced throat chakra begin with poor communication and refusal to listen to your inner self or others. Because of this, we are misunderstood by others and feelings of loneliness creep in. More symptoms of an imbalanced chakra are hesitation in expressing emotions, lacking the vocabulary to describe your feelings, aggressive behavior, and use of negative words or actions. And I thought the whole not knowing the vocabulary to express your emotions makes so much sense because I almost get a euphoric high when I learn a new way of expressing anything about myself. And I just get like really excited and I didn't realize that's probably because my throat chakra has been needing the proper language to express that part of myself. 
So physical manifestations of an imbalanced throat, throat chakra are a sore throat, fluctuations in hormone levels, and pain and stiffness in the neck. Some yoga poses you can use to help with the imbalance of all of this and activate it in general. Even if you are balanced, you want to activate it even, even more. Our shoulder stands or sarvangasana and plow pose or halasana. Some food to activate and balance the throat chakra are whole grains, fruits that come from trees, so like apples, lemons, limes, bananas, things like that, oranges, and then simple spices like salt, lemongrass, and ginger. For whatever practice you have, it's good to note that the throat chakra is associated with the color blue, so if you're going to buy candles or things like that, and then also with crystals and stones, um, you're basically going to be looking at blue ones um, just because that is the color associated with it. But some good ones to point out are lapis lazuli, sodalite, amazonite, and blue apatite. And lastly, the element connected to the throat chakra is ether, which is like space, essentially. Yeah. It's um, an element that exists beyond the physical realm. So, yeah. That's pretty much all I have with the throat chakra. Interesting. Yeah. So do you want to discuss about the throat chakra at all? Do you have anything you want to say? You said how people, like, how do you know, and I guess it's just, like, being in tune with yourself, Mm -hmm. because you can't listen to everyone. You know what I mean? Like, because you're going to hear negative things and positive things, Mm -hmm. and it's just knowing, like, where to steer to. Or what makes you feel better? What do you mean? Like when you're from other people? Yes. Well, and yourself. Because, like, sometimes you want to say things to someone. Mm -hmm. And it's good to learn, like, when is it best for me just to sit and listen? And then when is it best for me to give advice or to say something? Well, I feel like if you really feel... I feel like there's, a first off, like when I want to respond for some to something. Sometimes it's me genuinely wanting to contribute to the conversation, and then sometimes it's my ego. And so I feel like it's first off trying to realize the difference between the two, and then it, if you really feel the need to express it and it's not just your ego, and it's not the right time to say it, then it might be about holding off for now. It might be you just need to vent about something to somebody else about the situation. Or maybe you need to like journal about it or I also heard this thing once in a red table talk actually where um for people who don't like to journal just do a voice note on your phone like record yourself venting about this problem and then go back and listen to it because sometimes you just want to be heard and even just listening to yourself can help relieve that that need to you know speak freely and truly yes you know it's not necessarily about will having no filter that's not it's not about having no filter it's just about listening to yourself and expressing what you need to express whether it's to that person or to a journal or while you're meditating or whatever it may be maybe even just through art you know okay yeah I definitely like when you were saying that I was like um I definitely want to bring this up and (laughs) yeah just understand more for myself you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because I've even the more like in depth I get into spirituality, 
I understand. I know nothing. You know? Yeah. I think that's the one thing that I truly, because I am a know-it-all. Like, I am somebody who will, like, it is so hard for me to admit sometimes that I don't know about something. Like, I'll just try to spew anything that might make sense in that general realm because I want people to think that I'm knowledgeable about things. And I just have to let that go and really remind myself, like, bro, like, why don't you listen to this person who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about and actually learn something instead of trying to prove that you already know what they're talking about. Yes, and that's knowledge in itself, is having the ability to want to learn from someone who might know a little bit more about a specific thing than you. That's mental and emotional intelligence, not just, like, informational intelligence. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, well... Learned a lot about the heart and the throat. Let's get into what our whole ass podcast is named after. Oh boy. Which is that third eye. Okay, so I got goosebumps. I'm kind of nervous. (laughs) (laughs) The pressure is real. It is. So the third eye, which is also agya in Sanskrit, means perceive or command beyond wisdom. So our third eye is the center of perception, consciousness, and intuition. So basically, everything that you think you know and you see is your third eye. Spooky. Spooky. So your third eye is between the eyebrows at the center of the head. And it reveals insight of the future. Ooh. Oh my god, am I telling myself we're all psychics? Basically. Yes, for your own future, you're pretty much a psychic. Mm-hmm. Wait, quick interjection. You have those dreams too, right? Where you like, I have like dreams of like the future, but like I'll have dreams of like real insignificant ass moments that don't make any sense. And then when I wake up, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And so then I just disregard it and then it's happening and I'm like, wait, holy fuck, I dreamt about this two months ago. I do. And I don't realize it until it happens. Like, um, my partner and I, we were watching a TV show, and I had never seen this show before. It was, uh, Carbon... Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon, yes. And I remembered, like, from a dream or something, of, it was the mom or the dad, and goes into the sleeve into another person who's, like, this big dude, bald head with, you know, tattoos and everything and piercings, and I was just like this is so trippy right now that I've never (laughs) seen this show but I've seen certain scenes in this or like you know what I mean like little snippets of it and you're just like what this life is really just a fucked up dream Mm -hmm. it is (laughs) it's just so wild because you have to think like or at least the way that I think that the world works is like our physical bodies can only experience time in a linear way but our souls are experiencing all of time all at once And so I feel like when we have those dreams, it's just because more of your brain is like activated through your subconscious and your soul is really able to interpret more things that are going on. And I feel like sometimes dreams are just dreams. And then I feel like sometimes dreams are visions from not even like the quote unquote future, but like other dimensions, other lifetimes. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would love to um, have an episode on dreams. Oh my god, let's do it. Okay. Because (laughs) I'm so into dreams, you guys. I can remember up to like five dreams a night. 
And I just think that's insane. I struggle to remember my dreams, but I really want to learn how to interpret dreams a lot better. And I want to lucid dream. Ooh. Okay. But anyways, let's uh, back let's te- to third teach eye. Teach me some more. Teach me some. Teach us some more. So, the third eye establ- establishes a connection with the external world through inner vision. When awakened, it increases consciousness and transcends to a higher realm. Ooh. So when your third eye, eye chakra is awakened and balanced, you're tapping more into god or just like higher frequencies and mm-hmm. stuff we will never know what it is right. as a human yeah the truths of the universe that we can't see with our our physical eyes our physical eyes yeah yes. so the balance of the chakra is thought and expression the color cor- corresponding with the third eye is indigo the dark hue is associated with night and also opens the door to the divine Ooh. Indigo is the color of wisdom and inner knowledge. Now, some signs of an imbalanced third eye. So, because of increasing signs of material things, they disconnect us to our true self. Impatience, expectations, burdens of the past, and more negative thoughts block our vision. Yikes, I've got a lot to work to do. Mm -hmm. Other aspects that manifest are indecisiveness, confusion, lack of focus and purpose or depression. An overactive third eye is not that common since physical reality is dominating in a modern lifestyle. However, in unique circumstances, an overactive third eye results in overwhelming feelings. Certain psychic activities caused by your third eye being overreactive can make even more paranormal experiences happen to you. Mm. And this can lead to hallucinate hallucinations and complete dissociation from the real world oh yeah now i do want to input here that we do need to be conscious of our mental health as well and some people do see things that are not there and they do need to be medicated or be seeing a professional for it so i don't want people to out there to think that we're saying like anyone who has hallucinations is they're, it, they're just having an overactive third eye and just need to balance their third eye because that's not the case. Right. Um, I do have a theory, though, that they're tapping into other realms or other things that we physically cannot see. I, I, or yeah, I, I, I think and that too sometimes just, because their brains are activated in different ways than ours are. And because it's not the norm, we have a tendency to want to medicate things that are scary. But there are people who need that medication in order to function properly and live happy lives you know absolutely um i do think that we just don't have enough consciousness to understand or technology to to fully to fully understand what's going on is going on in this person's brain yeah i agree completely because there are also points in time which i mean like if a woman was like having like postpartum depression, it would be like, oh, hysteria, we've got a lobotomizer. Yeah. You know, like that's what mental health used to be. And we've made significant strides since then. I'm just so curious to see how everything looks 20 years from now, 50 years from now. Everything's going to be. I'm just so excited to see how much we learn throughout my lifetime. Yes, same. So some physical symptoms of an imbalance are eye problems, headache, migraine, brain disorders, insomnia, endos- endosrin, 
imbalance, which is a network system for regulating a range of bodily functions through the release of hormones. Disorders in pituitary and pineal... Pituitary? Your pituitary gland. I looked at that and just said, no, no you. (laughs) Yes, pituitary and pineal gland, which is the front lobe of the brain that is responsible for our perception of the physical world. Now, ways to heal the third eye, um, you can do a headstand, yoga headstand, which is beneficial for improved brain function and all sensory organs in the head. It stimulates and regulates all the bodily systems. I had no idea. Me neither. You can do conscious breathing or pranayama and affirmations. We love our affirmations. Mm-hmm. I have... Uh, some examples are, I have clarity in my thoughts, ego doesn't cloud my thinking, and I am open to my inner wisdom. Also, ways to help heal your third eye is to switch to fluoride-free toothpaste, because fluoride is known to cloud or calcify your pineal gland. Another way to help with that is to put turmeric paste on your third eye which again is in between your eyebrows and uh, turmeric is known to decalcify. So reasons to decalcify because I know listeners are like, what the heck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) So reasons to decalcify your pineal gland is, and also it's just a buildup of calcium Mm -hmm. and it makes you sluggish. You don't really know how to like your brain function is slower, so you're kind of more bleh, right, and just very cloudy every day. So, it helps improve sleep, better concentration, and more focus. Your moods will be more stable. You get a higher level of consciousness, and it's a removal of heavy metals. And, last but not least, some crystals that correspond with the third eye. Eyelight, which is for inner power. Opalite, which is psychic abilities. Tanzanite, that's for healing and transformation. Azurite, healing mind and emotions. Lapis lazuli, inner truth. Sugalite, spirituality. Labradorite, intuition. Lepidolite, cosmic awareness. Purple fluorite, mystic visions. Tourmaline quartz, grounding and balance, and last but not least, amethyst to for clarity of mind and psychic opening. Hell yeah. And what color was that? The color that corresponds with it? Mm-hmm. Indigo. 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 Which should not be confused with the blue that um, represents the throat chakra. Right. The third eye is like a deeper blue. The throat chakra is a lighter kind of sky blue. So, moving on with the crown chakra, otherwise known as the Sahasrara chakra. (laughs) Not sure if I got that right. Uh, Basically, it means thousand or infinite. Uh, It's located at the top of the head, and it inhibits a strong connection to the supreme self. The activation of this chakra means a universal flow of energy and spiritual enlightenment. 
It is also thought to influence brain functions like your memory, intelligence, and focus. Also, when activated, you may feel lighter and have a positive outlook on life. It can also help you live your life based on your true self and not your ego. So when blocked or imbalanced, you may experience unwillingness to be open to other ideas or thoughts of, or knowledge, you know? So basically it's your ego getting in the way. You may also feel dissociated. You may feel cynicism, apathy. You may experience self-destructive habits lack of inspiration, a desire to oversleep, and phys physically you may feel exhaustion, poor coordination, and chronic tension headaches, which is interesting because okay. I experience those a lot. Anyways, so to activate this chakra, you must first focus on the first six chakras because that's where the energy for your, for your crown chakra comes from because your crown chakra is all about the flow of energy through you and through the universe it's just about your oneness with the universe and so if your other six chakras are not balanced then your crown isn't balanced either so if you have a crown imbalance you're likely also experiencing an imbalance of a different chakra if not all of them like me <laughs> so next uh, meditation is a great tool for this chakra as it promotes self-awareness, emotional regulation, and relaxation. Some yoga poses to help activate and balance the crown are headstands, rabbit pose, and corpse pose, which is when you just lie there comfortably and drift off into sleep, essentially. My favorite. <laughs> Uh, foods to help activate and balance are fresh and organic fruits and vegetables, brown rice and brown bread, and hearty broths, and then of course purple foods because that is the color that represents the crown. So purple foods like eggplant, red grapes, purple grapes, and, um, and then lastly herbal teas and ginger also help crown chakra. So for whatever practice you have, I've already said the color that is associated with your crown is purple. So if you're going to get candles or use any type of color work in your practice, purple is the color to use. Crystals and stones are, of course, anything purple like amethyst and sugalite. Sugalite. I really want to sure. pronounce it like sugar, but that's not it. Anyways, um, also things like selenite, moonstone, and labradorite. And then, of course, you know, like clear quartz and anything that's kind of universal. And the element associated with the crown is none of them. <laughs> uh, it's pure spirit and energy, so it's connected to all of them and none of them all at the same time. And that's pretty much all I have for the crown chakra. I don't wow. know if you want to delve into some discussion. I would just like to say before this episode is over that... And I, this is coming from experience. Now that I have a more awareness of all the chakras, you can't just jump from if your your root chakra is unbalanced and jump to third eye. You know what I mean? Because you want to see some spooky, cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's literally what I did. The first crystals I ever bought had to do with your third eye and your crown chakra. And meanwhile, I'm like super food insecure, constantly stockpiling food or binge eating because I didn't have that emotional and like 
financial assurance as a child. I, you know, I have all of these bad habits that are more associated with my root sacral and solar plexus, and I'm not even focusing on those base needs because I'm so concerned with becoming spiritually enlightened and, again, that ego coming in and trying to know everything and thinking that if I just jump to third eye and crown, then I'm going to know so much and everything is going to be cured. Like, no, there are other basic steps that you need to take to become more secure in your life before you can create more of that spiritual enlightenment. Now, I'm not yeah. not to say I haven't, I've learned a lot, but like I haven't really been able to apply all of it to my life because I haven't gotten there yet. Yes. Sorry, I feel like I totally cut you off and went on my own rant. No, you kind of were reading my mind. But yeah, it's just like if for myself, I'm learning how to be more financially stable. So I can't, you know, open my third eye more and have futuristic or other types of like manifestations if my security is not secured mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> great way to put it thank you um but yeah so like keep that in mind if and that's totally okay and also know that you could be stable in these certain chakras at sometimes and then become unstable like it's a circle, a constant cycle, mm-hmm. and just being aware of everything. Because the more, you know, you have your first three chakras balanced, mm-hmm. the other ones are going to feel so much more empowering. And yes, because you're you're fully like able to put yourself into it. Yes. Yeah, I agree completely, and it's just about. It's just continuous growth because I feel like, especially in Western society and the way our society works and the things that we're brainwashed into learning, there are so many things that we have to unlearn and so many toxic, unhealthy patterns and habits that we have that we have to get rid of. And that just takes a long time. Like, I think I said it in a previous episode, if you've been doing this your whole life and you're over the age of... Like, you've been alive for decades if you're over the age of 20. You realize that. If you've been doing this shit for decades, it's going to take more than just a few months to be able to fix this and unlearn all of... Not not necessarily fix, but, like, unlearn all of these habits that aren't serving you the way that you thought that they would. And the way your ego put them up to help you. They're not helping you. They're hurting you. Yeah, all of these episodes, I will say again, it is not a fad. It is not a 60-day cleanse or something that you could do for three months and you're cured. It's a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. And you have to put in your head that I may not reach bliss. You know what I mean? I'm. It may take my whole rest of my life to try to unlearn these patterns and these thoughts that I have. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because with that, I'm going to find more compassion. I'm going to find more love. And yeah, so like... It's about the journey, not the destination. Just, yeah, dude. Just because uh, there's so many times I've just been like... Especially like when I first got into spirituality, I kind of wanted to be like like Buddha. You know what I mean? Like by age 40, have everything figured out. You know? Especially, like, because I grew up going to 
12-step programs and going to counseling like I started all of that at like age like nine and um going to like therapy and things like that and so everybody would always call me an old soul would always tell me I was so mature for my age so I was like oh I'm ahead of everybody else I'm gonna have all this by the time I'm 30 oh I'm gonna be set I'm gonna have all the money that I need I'm gonna be completely fixed like my brain will have nothing wrong with it I will have everybody will be coming to me because I will have so much to offer because I'm going to be so knowledgeable and I'm going to know everything and it's like mm. <laughs> it's only five years till 30 and I'm like floundering drowning in a sea of like what the fuck am I doing <laughs> oh the ego <laughs> how it really does ego is your worst nightmare it really is and it warps everything and it does. the way you see everything you know what I mean because I mean there's even sometimes I'll look back at my childhood and my ego was so prominent in my personality as a child because I was going through so much that I had to rescue myself and it was so present that when I look back at those memories I kind of have to readjust the way that I remember things because I was so which I hated it when people called me this, but I was dramatic as fuck. And I was playing the victim. And I was not looking at things the way that they were actually happening and having compassion for myself or others around me. I was honestly kind of a little bitch. And people just had to deal with that because I was like, I'm going through shit, so you have to deal with it, you know? Meanwhile, to everyone who didn't know me, I was putting on a front of like, oh, I have everything together. I know more than you do. I'm... You know, like, I'm the person that you should come to for advice or help type thing. And, yeah, and just having to, like, go back and look at the memories of, of how my childhood was and be like, you you had it rough, but you didn't have it that rough, you know? Like, I might not have cable, but, like, I still had a roof over my head. I still had food. I still had a family that loved me, even though I was a fucking bitch. <laughs> like... <laughs> For, yeah. for myself, it was, I've and I'm, like, just now coming out of this, mm -hmm. and I'm about to be 26 years old, so I'm just going to put that on the table, but <laughs> I've, like, always known that I was not going to have a regular life, and that something huge was going to happen, but I never, like, thought to put in the work. It was just, it's going to happen. It's going to come knocking on my door. I don't have to do anything, and everything's just going to plop right into my lap. Right. I, I, I feel that completely. I distinctly remember having the thought multiple times, how are people not going to realize I'm the shit and that they need to sign me? I'm like, I don't need to do anything. They'll just look at me, and they'll be like, oh, no, we need her. It's like, <laughs> meanwhile, hating myself, thinking I'm, like, ugly, untalented fat, fat. <laughs> like and like tearing myself down because of all of these quote unquote imperfections <laughs> and yeah no that was <laughs> when we auditioned for America's Got Talent <laughs> y'all it was like this is it I, I'm pretty sure I literally went up to them and I wrote in the thing I was like yeah I'm the next Marilyn Monroe <laughs> Which is so funny so because funny Marilyn now. Monroe was approached in a parking lot. Like, she literally, <laughs> li shit literally did just happen for her. Like, 
Oh, Norma Jean. You know that's her real name, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I feel completely Because <laughs> when we... So Sierra, she told me she was auditioning for America's Got Talent. And I was like, you know what? That sounds fun. I'm just... And I remember distinctly telling her, I'm just going to do it because it seems fun. Meanwhile, <laughs> it's like an hour before we're supposed to go and audition, right? We're sitting in her car and I am like... I'm, like, pulling out all of the tools I learned from chorus in high school. I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill this audition. They're going to have me on there. Oh, my God. They're gonna, the producer's going to fucking love me. Like, like just taking it ah, the absolute most serious. And I'm, like, ah, psychoanalyzing everybody's um, reactions as I'm singing in front of them all. And I'm like, yeah, I made it. I'm like, Meanwhile, this shit is rigged and they know what they're going to get from the beginning. But, you know. Yeah, you you should Google me. You should. <laughs> I've been, honey. I've been the shit. I mean, it's still good to have a little bit of that. You have to have self confidence, but it's the thought of you're better than people that like and gotta get past that shit. You don't have to work for anything. Mm-hmm. Everything's just gonna be handed to you. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. And also, like going back to it's the journey, not the destination. I always, even as a kid, like. I wanted to be a movie star. and But now thinking as adult, if I didn't do any work to get to that level, I would not appreciate... If it just happened t- tomorrow and I got everything that I wanted, that I've wanted for my whole life, like, first of all, I wouldn't know how to handle it because I haven't worked to get to that level. Overwhelmed to the <laughs> fullest. Like, not being able to enjoy it because I'm so overwhelmed. So overwhelmed. And... And not being grateful for it because I didn't have to work. I didn't have to break myself down almost Mm -hmm. to build myself back up. Right. And I feel like even personally, if I had gratitude for it, like I would have gratitude. I have gratitude for everything that I have. You know what I mean? So I, I think I would maintain gratitude for me. What I wouldn't have, though, is the pride of building myself to get there and being able to point to the process of what I did and be like, yeah, no, I actually motherfucking did that shit. Like, I worked hard for this, and I actually did it, and I made it, you know? And I've created the life that I've always wanted. And I didn't put myself into situations where I belittled myself. Right. Compromised my self-worth. Definitely something for me. For a while, I I was almost okay with having to put out for... Sleep your way to the top. Right. And that's so upsetting Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful that that didn't happen. And I am able to not only show myself, but my fans, my family, my friends, that it can happen and it doesn't have to be in a negative way. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, I often think about, like, if I had made it as, like, a teenager, you know, or, like, a preteen, and I just think about how much I did fuck up at the age of 18 without having all of that fame and money, and I'm like, my life could have gone way worse so if funny. I had had all of these expectations on my shoulders, not knowing what the fuck to do with anything of it. And like, yeah. Yeah. Just... It would have been a Lindsay Lohan, Justin Bieber situation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For myself. Cause Same. I was, I was very broken, still trying to cope with and like learn and just grow from trauma mm-hmm. even to this day. Mm-hmm. So to, yeah. Cause I, Oh, I tried to audition for Disney shows. 
like when I tell you I knew like 10 11 was like no this is what I want to do and I it's so funny because I thought that I was better than people would be like why don't you go to the community around here and like start off doing some place no I'm I'm better than that I'm better than all of that making it more about the fame and the recognition than than just the arts yes exactly a thousand percent well that was a little rant but it was nice hope you guys liked it I liked it so (laughs) (laughs) well if you haven't already you should totally follow us on Instagram yes at third eye seers podcast or shoot us an email third eye seers podcast at gmail.com and we will have a motivational mini this week about gratitude an ever-present thing in our lives and we'll be going over um next week we're going to delve into a different series of topics um we because the third eye is so much about being aware of all truths and things that are going on and just knowledge of you know how our society is and things like that so we are going to be talking about uh birth control and it's a modern day origination in the island of Puerto Rico and just opening your eyes to what exactly happened and how uh, rough it was. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyways, uh, we hope you liked it and we hope you keep that third eye open. <laughs>